Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. And I am Jeff Randall. And with us in the studio with Jeff Randall over in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, is uh, the rock god of podcasting, Charles McFall. Yeah, that's me. You know, this is, this is uh, I don't know what appearance on your show this is. Uh, we've had a great relationship from the beginning. It's always yeah. been fun. Uh, but I've had zero appearances on DC on screen. Just, just throwing that out there. Mm. W- Dave. WTF, Dave and Jason. <laughs> <laughs> WTF, indeed. Also, zero appearances on WTF. That's true, too, with Mark Merritt. <laughs> WTF, WTF. WTF, yeah. Don't you know who I is? <laughs> rock on a pod. You got Obama, but you haven't gotten the rock god of podcasting on yet? Come on, Mark Merritt. <laughs> Slacking. Anyway, that's not what we called to talk about. That's not what we're talking about today. Today we are talking about Luke Cage, Episode 2, Code of the Streets. Yeah, uh, I I wasn't here to talk about the first episode, so let me just say, those first couple minutes, I was actually a little nervous of the first episode, so I missed the last episode, but sorry to make us go back, but I was a little nervous because for the first two or three minutes, I felt like it was like really culturally different than me. (laughs) <laughs> and i was yeah. worried i was worried i wasn't going to connect with the show because it was so culturally different so blind lawyer you're you're there yeah but you know break, no, no, no. Breakable he's all about the blind lawyer yeah. no, no no it's just uh oh no you guys are probably thinking it's a black thing i'm just saying because they talked about sports for the first four minutes <laughs> um I, no, I no too felt out of place man i felt so out of place it was like you know Black Barbershop, I'm fine. I'm totally comfortable. It's the uh, talking about sports that I'm just kind of not okay with. It just <laughs> made me feel like I was being picked on or something. I was I was sitting there just kind of like, is is this, are they talking about, is that basketball? Is, <laughs> I really, I really was like. sports ball thing are they talking about? <laughs> not knowing, not knowing what they were talking about. And then I was like, I was, I was worried they were giving us clues because one of them mentioned Jordan at one point. And I was like, <laughs> that's. I was like, is this supposed to be like 10 years ago? Because I know Jordan's not playing anymore. Uh, well, <laughs> the, the gist of what I got out of it is that they were talking about a coach who was unable to do well at a certain place, but people kept, or they kept citing that he was a great coach because he had won before. And, and the guy said, well, anybody can win with Jordan and Kobe. Oh, um, right, right. Okay. Just, the players make. Or the players made up for the bad coaching. I think. I think that's what I heard. Okay, gotcha. I'm not sure though. I just heard Jordan and Kobe, and I was like, "Wait, I know they don't play anymore. At least I know Jordan does. I, I have no idea if Kobe plays. I am really bad at sports. All right, let's move on. So uh, that was more of a joke. More of a joke than anything. Um, so episode two. Uh, that was intense. The entire episode was intense. Yeah, we got a little uh, we got a little time lapse that I know that you would love. I do love the, a good time lapse. The end caps being the same. 
And yeah. then just, you know, tacking on that little bit extra. Yeah. And they didn't even indicate that it was a pre, not a, a 48 hours earlier or 24 hours earlier. It was just all of a sudden. They just expected you to understand it. Well, towards the, well, as soon as they replay the scene, of course I understand yeah. it. But you didn't know that through the whole thing. Yeah, it was yeah. a little like, wait, 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 wait they did not are resolve. Are you saying you understood that this whole thing was before him on the rock with the hoodie? Yeah, because like, if, you, if you look at it, he's, he's crying, he's broken up really bad, like really badly emotional. And the, the thing is, like, he says, I've had a really long day and I'm tired. And I'm like, But he had a really long day the night before. He yeah, through the no, window. He didn't. Yeah, no. the night before, like, he had just. The bad. night before. So the last episode ended off, he was wearing the same outfit, the same hoodie, and he had just, like, fought that group of dudes and, like, kind of outed himself as a. Why, as a power why are you person, out the hoodie. That's his. That's his superhero attire. <laughs> but he came, he came off the first episode. He's wearing the same outfit. He just outed himself. It seemed to me like it might have just been right after. But then they just go go out of nowhere. So I figured something wonky was happening. I just wasn't sure. Uh, maybe yeah. I'm the only one who just likes to follow wherever they want to lead me. And no, I didn't think about it twice. I was like, I read oh. into everything. The end of, it was the end of it, and. Went into the next day, and then at the end of the episode, where of course he's back there, you realize, oh, this was the very same thing as the beginning, and yeah, yeah. He loves that stomach, though. That's what he uses to show everybody, not the hand, <laughs> you know, not the face. He always well, he didn't want a stomach. headache again. Yeah, <laughs> he said he got headaches from the first time. It's true. It's true. Yeah, he, <laughs> he is. He is. Although he has impervious skin, he is still damaged to some degree when he's hit. So he has to like, yeah, like still be a little the, careful. When the gun went off in his hand in the first episode, he it's grunted. Like, yeah. He had that pain grunt of like, oh, because it, you know, it's still like a huge shock of force, and that's not going to feel great. But he still caught the bullet, and he yeah. was a little bit blackened in his hand, like from well, the that's powder, powder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, you know, yeah, he's he at least feels it and knows that it's happening on around him. But ah, uh, he's he's just so strong. And, and he's powerful. He he got called Power Man in this episode. He did. He did. He, did. he got great. called Power Man. I really like what they're doing with Cottonmouth. I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call him Cottonmouth. That's, that's not you, his he's name. Throw you off, man. Mr. Stokes. Is that his name, Mr. Stokes? Mr. Stokes. Um, yeah. Cornell. Cornell Stokes. Cottonmouth. Cornell uh, Stokes. <laughs> also, I love I love that there's 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 Cottonmouth and there's uh, what's the other Diamondback Diamondback. I liked it. This they're going with this whole snake theme, right? Really and I fun. asked if the Serpent Society was going to be in it. They're Jeff not. Says, no. they, they specifically stated when they started announcing characters in the news that it wasn't going to be the Serpent Society. That it was going to be the Luke Cage versions from the Luke Cage comics and the 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 low level comics because like. Okay. Uh, they didn't want to associate it with the Serpent Society. I, th- I guess they're holding off on that because I mean it's That's really a Spider-Man thing, right? Yeah, it's people that look like know. snakes. It's people. It's humanoid snakes, right? So, like, that's a little extreme for Luke Cage. Yeah, at least so far. Yeah, at least so far. We're we're, we're ramping up. We gotta we gotta start in a start in a re- realistic place and then build toward the weird things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And God, everything about this episode was just so incredibly human and emotional. Yeah. It, everything touched on all of your heartstrings. Like, everybody's crying mm-hmm. for some reason or another, which, you know, 
outside looking in, it's like, why is everybody crying? But then, like, if you're watching it and you understand what's going on, you're like, he's so sad that he did this thing. Like, Chico's sad because he did the thing and he knew that it was stupid and people died because of him and it was stupid. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Pop is is crying because this is a kid that he he sees as like one of his kids. He said well, it's one fi- of my kids. Well, we find now that Pops was running a little mini game with Stokes and Chico's dad. Yeah, so yeah. it was that uncle type thing Fredo. going on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I love there's there's sort of a Shakespearean feel to this whole thing of like um, they used to be close, they're not anymore because of his gang uh, ends up killing uh, killing Pop at the end of the episode, and it's just like the tragedy of he would have never done that, he would have never made that call. Yeah, because but, he he assumed outright that they didn't kill Pop, and he's like, I'll just give Pop's money, he'll rebuild, he'll, yeah, he'll rebuild. It'll be anonymous donation. It'll be fine. Yeah. And they, just, they look down and like, oh, oh no, uh, we may have messed up. On he this. really couldn't imagine a world where Pop is gone. Like in yeah. that moment, he's like, oh well, this this isn't over. There's a balance to things. Sure, I'm kind of the dark side. He's kind of the light side. But there are rules. Uh, but in that moment, it was all over. There's always balance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> There's always balance in Harlem. Well, I even pointed out. In the scene where they're driving to Pops, that Shades is just fueling that guy's fire. Yeah, he's just kind of because the him. order was clearly, unless you catch him on the street slipping right out there messing around, leave it. He will handle it in the morning. Flat out said, well, "Don't mess with this." He Shades did say, "You are going to wait for him to go outside, right?" Well, yeah. he was fueling him and he was driving. Him, it was kind of poking kept, him to do yeah. that a little bit, but he was also like, he could also say. Like, I never told him to shoot at him while he was in the building. I said for him to wait outside. Well, that's what he did say on the roof, right? I, I said we should wait. Yeah. So he yeah. he had, it was just vague enough of, it was vague enough to be a prod, but it was also direct enough to say, or I guess uh, still vague enough to be like, oh no, I told him to wait. So it could have been either way for him and he was safe. It was a safe thing to I say. Didn't, I didn't think that... Um, I didn't hear that at all, that uh, Shades was pushing him into it. But well, well, I, I may have just missed it. I, th- I just thought, I, I don't know, I read into it. I just thought, you know, when he, he literally just left the room when he said, if you catch him on the street, you'd handle it. Otherwise, I'll take care of it tomorrow morning, leave it alone. Yeah. And they were both there for that. Then five seconds later, they're meeting Turk downstairs. We got and- Turk back. <laughs> He's we got so Turk excited about one. Turk. Yeah, Turk was great. <laughs> I knew I knew that Matt would see him in the background immediately and be like, "Oh, that's Turk." Yeah. I, I well, they they call him out in like the first scene he's in. They're like, "Hey, hey, Turk." Uh, and and then I really loved the. Uh, I'm going back to Hell's Kitchen where it's safe. Where it's safe. Yeah. Where it's safe. We know that Daredevil is there. It's not safe for you, but it's safer than this. <laughs> yeah. What? And I guess. I, I guess his leg's out. better from from our last from his last encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's Turk. He is still alive. That's what when I saw him when he was playing chess, I was like, it's Turk. Turk, he's still alive and he's okay. Yeah, I, I for- guess his he's uh, he's doing a lot better. <laughs> I remember he got his leg messed up last time we saw him, and every time we see him, he gets something broken. I think. Yeah, either broken or beaten up because you know Daredevil's around. Yeah, <laughs> or he gets his keys thrown into the into the river. Oh yeah, that was great. Oh man. <laughs> and then um, 
when he showed up at the end at on the on the roof, like, how'd you get up here? I was like, well, he, he's stilt man. <laughs> so, I'm Turk. Door, door ain't been built to keep me out. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I love that character. Although with the framing of the scene, I, the way he was off from everybody else, he was dead center to shot. I totally expected the gun to come out and shoot him in the chest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stokes. I figured Stokes I would was, do that. I was worried about that. It seems like Stokes yeah. kills one person at a time, though. Yes. Like, he gets one person yeah. per episode. He just has a, a rage fit, mm-hmm. and then that's it. But did you notice uh, in the, the lighting of those scenes, the both scenes where he killed somebody, uh, when he beat the guy to or when he beat... Um, uh, I forgot the guy's name. Yeah, the last right. episode. I remember one kid's name. Dante. Dante. Or was Dante uh, Don, the one that died at Dante Dante's died the first. one that got, died at, or that got shot at the scene. Um, yes, he was the bartender. That's right. Then we know Chico because they said his name about a million times uh, in this episode. Like Chante anyway. or... Yeah, I can't remember his was, name either. It was like Shaquem or something like that. That's yeah. it, yeah, Shameek. yeah. Shameek. it was Shameek. Shameek, yeah, yeah, So yeah, when it. he beat Shameek to death, which we find out that he's actually dead now rather than just on the street yeah. laying there. Um, when he beat Shameek to death, he had this red glow on his face and his eyes were lit red because of some reflection or some light, whatever. And then on the rooftop, after he threw his guy off and that was a great scene like you said when we were watching but when he threw his guy off and he looks back it's like the red of the backpack was reflecting up onto his face and cast a red glow over him again just like when he kills people he turns red <laughs> you wouldn't like me when i'm red i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> yeah he's he they, they're doing a really good job with the lighting uh in this in this show um I, I'm so excited that Luke Cage is really—he's coming into his own. He's ready to go out and fight. It seems like, like the, it seems like the next episode we're going to have almost just like it's time for here. It's hero time, you know. But he's not for yeah. hire. Nope, he is not for hire. <laughs> now that that of course, later. every story has its catalyst, and I actually from the first episode I thought pops would be around for a while because he was the narrator. Yeah, he seems to he be was, the, he was the like guy. a lens. He's the coach to help Luke get where he needs to be. But as soon as they were going to the store, I knew he was going to get killed because. Oh, yeah. He was going to get Uncle Ben real hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes or less. <laughs> but uh, because I was like, oh, and you're, you're upset by it, Jeff. You're like, oh, it, it hurt me. I, yeah. I knew that it was coming. I yeah. could see it coming from a mile away, but I was like, please no. Please I thought no. one of the kids, there's two younger people. Yeah, of the, course, there was the kid in the shot. chair. There was the, right. the uh, there was Chico, and then there was the guy behind him. I don't even know who he was. Yeah, I didn't and see then there was Pop, and I was just like, him. please let it be somebody else dies, and Luke gets upset about it. But mm-hmm. it, it had to be Pop, I guess. To really drive yeah. that catalyst, have you have you noticed the theme across all of these Netflix shows where they're in in every season in the beginning they're trying to keep one person alive. The hero is trying to keep and save one person, huh. keep yeah. them up. In Daredevil season one, it was Karen Page. Daredevil yeah. season two, it was that um, that biker dude, whatever. Um, the one that Punisher was after. The one that Punisher was after. Right, yeah. right. And then in Jessica Jones, it was the uh, the girl where yep. she you know killed her parents. And then yes. in this one, he's trying to keep Chico alive. Yeah, that, that is cool. And and which Chico technically is still going. Is yeah. still alive, um, as yeah. far as we can tell. He was he was loaded onto an ambulance. Um, I think the important part about it being Pop that died in that scene wasn't just the effect it would have on Luke Cage, but it's also the it shows us the humanity of Cottonmouth. 
It, well, like, yeah, it it shows his reaction to that where he knew that Pop needed to still be, like he he wanted Pop to be around. Yeah, he yeah, which that, which gives him a complexity that is is so often ignored. Uh, uh, for when you're creating a villain and yeah. it's what makes a good villain that complexity that he st- he believes himself to be the hero of his own story you know right right he's not just a mustache twirler <laughs> he does have a mustache though he does but it's it's very tiny it's not twirlable <laughs> he can't twirl it maybe by the end of the season he'll be twirling it we'll see yeah, he's just letting it grow yeah <laughs> well, again uh i think it's is showing the the circumstances yeah. so he's not out to he's not out to rule by violence or threat of violence he's out to have true power true money he is running harlem i mean he's trying to run the guns make the deals he's still kind of up and coming right that's why he had to borrow money from his cousin right you know to do that but at no point do you feel like he's the i'm gonna kill them all he's not the the tony of the sopranos he's not he's not kingpin whereas kingpin was like i am killing these people instantly because it's for the greater good he's going i'm I want this, and anybody gets in the way of this being the power and the money, that's when I'll do what I have to do. Yeah. Uh, as you saw in the first episode, we beat the crap out of Shamik. The the uh, one criticism I might have is that plot seemed a little thin. Uh, the the idea that he borrowed money from her re-election campaign to refurbish the club, and he's paying her back with this gun deal. It's not like most of the time when you see those kinds of like money laundering things, they have to have some sort of connection. Like I borrowed that money so I could buy these guns and resell them at a profit and then put the money back into your reelection campaign. Like that would have made sense maybe. Ask comic books is what I talk about too. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, everything has to be so big and elaborate, Matt. <laughs> this is Harlem. Well, it just, it just didn't make a lot of sense. That's all I'm saying. Like, like the whole borrowing money from a reelection campaign, that means it had to have, it had to have been a very short period of time, so it's not like he borrowed it and then spent five years building his club up and then yeah. got status enough to get guns. There was just no connection to the story. It was just this weird, like, yeah, I was going to pay you back from this gun deal. Uh, yeah, it, well, was, maybe, it was cousins borrowing money. Maybe yeah. it'll just maybe it'll just be it'll be kind of told more. Like we found out in the second episode about the connection to pops and how he'd yeah. been on the streets. Sure. Yeah. Not a guy's name, you know, who knows? I yeah. Know. I think we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have more with the relationship between those cousins for sure. Family uh, first, right? I like they, <laughs> you good with extortion? Yeah. yeah. Murder? No. no, no, that's not okay. <laughs> the you, money's still green. You threw it? a man off of a building in front of me. Yeah, yeah, that's I not think cool. I think uh, we're actually we we're gonna see a rift develop between them. We're already seeing the the like cracks at the edges of their relationship, and I think we're gonna see a rift develop pretty seriously. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't wait for Shades yeah. to get into the mix. I love Shades. Shades is probably one of my favorite characters so far. He yeah, he's um. He was a regular on uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Theo Rossi is his name. And I really, really like him a lot. Yeah. yeah. I like, I, like I said in, in our first episode, I guess this technically, I, as we're letting people hear it, this will be yesterday's episode. This is the second episode. Yeah, yeah, well, like I said on yesterday's episode, um, his ability to emote to people in the scene and interact with people in the scene without using his eyes because you know, he can't because of the shades is incredible. Like the fact that he can get across everything he's feeling while still looking like the gangster, gangster guy that he's supposed to be is mm-hmm. is amazing. 
Yeah, he's 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 a good actor, really good actor. They're all really good so far. Um, yeah, uh, love the guy playing playing Cottonmouth, Luke Cage in that last scene um, when he's oh, when he's really getting angry with the 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 guy with the gun on his head. So um, angry that he was spitting. Oh, that yeah. was intense, really yeah. intense. Um, and the the like his reaction to Pops dying. Like that broke my heart into a million pieces. Yeah. I was like, I'm so sorry, Luke Cage. I wish I could fix it. <laughs> what do you guys think about the the Easter egg name dropping? Which is really cool. Which one? Well, in the first episode, there's Diamondback. Who made the weapons? Hammer. That was Hammer Industries. Oh, yeah. Hammer, Hammer Industries. Industries. He said it was some Justin Hammer stuff, which yeah. is interesting because Justin Hammer's in prison. Right. Yeah. From and Iron Man 3? 3. Yeah. He yeah. also talked about yeah. his connection. No, end of 2. End of 2. two. He talked about having a connect to get those weapons, and I was wondering if we'll ever With like real deep pockets. Yeah, I was wondering if we'll like end up actually seeing Justin Hammer, or like like that would be possible. You Kingpin, know? God, that could all of that could happen. That's yeah. true. You know, you got Kingpin is also in prison now, so you they, they mention him. Yeah, like they mention what see, you see what happened to Wilson Fisk. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like they're it's it's not even that they're giving like uh, like intentional <clears throat> intentional easter eggs of like look what the fans would like to see happen mm-hmm. ah, this thing in the background like it's things like we acknowledge that these things happen because this is the same world and these are the things that happen in this right. world so we have to we have to talk about it yeah, what would people talk about there was more than one in this episode. The only one that's in my brain right second is Power Man. We just yeah. off the cuff called yeah, it Power that Man. Weird. That was definitely one of those, yeah. like, this is what the fans want. Yeah. Yeah. That was, so was fan service So was the I'm not for hire line. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that yeah. was definitely fan service. Um, I agree with what you, you were saying about uh, the, them not necessarily being, they're not little Easter eggs. They're like plot points. Um, their motivations and things. The only thing I will say about this, this, and I'm loving it, but uh, th- this has been somewhat the most built upon other series series we've seen so far. The way they talk about the events of Jessica Jones and the events of Daredevil, they don't like give a short background for people who didn't see those shows. They were like yeah. very much just like like he's he's talking about his wife. Uh, Reva, Reva, Reva Connors. Yeah, um, he talks about his wife multiple times. Never even says it was his wife. Never says what happened to her. Never says well, that she died. Pop never, says something. Yeah, Pop says that but Reva goes away and comes back with an with an ex con uh, yeah, husband, which is new information. But my point is, like, yeah, we know right. what happened to Reva. We know all this stuff from Jessica Jones, and they never t- touch on that yet. Now they might still. It's um, kind of like well, the well, Civil War. I'm glad though that they're going. Hey, one, it's a good marketing tool, right? Because it's all Netflix, and it's like you—you you should you know at this out, point you if you Google it, there. even ask somebody, talk at the office, whatever. You'll find out. Hey, there's three other shows, two seasons of Daredevil being okay. I should say three other seasons, maybe, but yeah. two seasons of Daredevil and one season of Jessica Jones. It all ties together. Blog, go watch it. That gets them more revenue, mm-hmm. or you can sure. numbers going back and watching. Uh, but I love it. I love that we're not getting. Handheld. We're not getting games at all. It was, see, there's a certain balance you have to strike because you have the 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 uh, you don't want you want you don't want them to hold your hand and treat you like you're stupid, but you also got to realize when making these shows that every one of these shows is going to be somebody's first one. All right, Stanley. Uh, exactly. Uh, that's 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 the old Stanley, like uh, you know, the ethic that you that you want to have. So like, 
So, so, so going, there just seemed to be going more that direction. Not saying it's bad or a good thing. I'm just saying there seemed to be going more in the direction of, like, we don't care about explaining what happened. Well, I think they gave a little bit. Like when Pops is talking to him in the back room in the first episode and it says about the your last, your first rebound relationship, put a shotgun under your chin and pulled the trigger. Yeah. Even though you don't have to see it, it's saying, okay, you can't be shot. They called yeah, him bulletproof. Yeah. He lifted up the washing I mean, machine. He He's Mr. super strong. Right. So I think there's there I think they're allowing for things without telling a whole big backstory. Yeah. And I, I agree. actually here we got for the first time the origin story briefly. You know, I was putting a bathtub vat in prison and woke up with these a, powers or whatever yeah, you call like, it. Yeah. I and was they, framed, I went to prison, or went yeah. to Seagate and was it Seagate? Yeah, it was Seagate. Yeah. I always thought that was weird because that's the name of a of a hard drive company. Hard drive yeah. company. <laughs> anyway, so he's like, I was framed. I, w- I was put in Seagate, and I was uh, experimented on put into a, a fish tank, or no, I was put into a big tank like an exotic fish. Mm-hmm. And they did that in thirty seconds, and that yeah. was the origin story. That was the yeah. first episode. I still too. think we're going to yeah. get more of that. I, b- yeah. Based on that, they they just started having flashbacks. These little like yes. sort of yeah. post traumatic stress, like oh, like little flashbacks. Yeah, like when he wakes up from the nightmares, or when he saw shades. Um, yeah. So so I think he I think we're going to get a full backstory episode at some point. Speaking of when he saw shades, I loved how. When uh, when Shades walks in, you get that tiny flashback, kind of like an overlay of when Shades was walking into prison, and it brings it back, and it's just Shades walking into the kitchen, and from that immediately, right there, you know they've got history. He knows who he is. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's a backstory there. I'm interested in that. Yeah, they don't have to go through that whole like that that monologue where like Luke Cage turns away and yeah. kind of looks down. He's like, oh, that Shades. I know him from prison. I remember <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Just, Right, like he was such a bad man, in and prison. just just from his reaction, you know how he's a dangerous man, you know, yeah. and you know that he knows the secrets of Luke Cage. All of Maybe. that is. I, don't know. I didn't pick up they knew the secrets, but definitely well, the rest of the if stuff. If they were in prison at the same time, it's more than likely it's possible. Secret. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just seemed like. Um, well, I mean, we know that Luke Cage is hiding, and we know that he doesn't want he's people to know who he is or his powers. And then the fact that he hides from Shades made me think that yeah. that he, he he knows more than uh, Luke wants him to know. Um, well, guys, anybody else got any big points that they want to touch on, or y'all want to get on this? Night. Misty Night was pretty cool. Yeah, we. I love that we get a little more backstory on her. Like she did grow up around here. Mm-hmm. This is her court. Yeah, she is really good at shooting horse. Like, yeah, that was pretty bad. Own it, man. Own yeah. it. <laughs> I, I think it's funny that um, Luke Cage has had more on screen sex than any other character. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I think if, if 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 it's to be like based on like the amount of time spent having sex on television or on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like Luke Cage is quite the player. <laughs> Just like, yeah. He is... Uh, the Hulk better watch out because as soon as Black Widow sees him, it's over, right? Because all the women fall for Luke Cage. They do. Like, I mean... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have Can't you resist seen him. him. Yeah. Have you seen him? Cap might fall for him. You have you know. heard his... <laughs> deep chocolate voice <laughs> i don't know i just I, shoot something else man that's all i'm asking shoot, like, do, do something some, other than the gut like hand you, did, you had you had the the circular saw that you put on yeah, your stomach exactly. in jessica jones like you caught a bullet that's neat you shot yourself in the stomach like come on man well stomach is like a it's not gonna knock him out like the shotgun did but it's, it's, safe zone. it's still like yeah. it's it's a safe zone but it's still like vital organs so it's still like hey look 
look how crazy I am. Bang. Yeah. You know, it's and still, then the it's kid still just runs away. Yeah. yeah. The kid's like, uh-uh, I know. I, I would not too. dealing with this. It, yeah, I, I suppose would. it is possible he just has impervious abs, but I think uh, <laughs> it's unlikely. It's that rock solid physique. Uh, you know, I can't help in my mind to keep hearing the music is great. It's phenomenal throughout this whole thing because yes, it it's it's not only just in the background where it's it's not intrusive, but it's also unforgettable at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's a very much a tone, but I can't help but hear. I think it's Cage the Elephant. They did the song for. Uh, uh, I could have told you, so I tried to tell you, but it's a video game. It's the second one of it, and, but it's, uh, this is no place for a hero. Yeah, I just keep hearing that song, and. Dang it, I can't tell you the game. It's that game right there. What is it? Borderlands 2. Borderlands 2. Borderlands 2. They did That was the opening song for that game, and I keep hearing it, and I was like, I kind of, at some point, want that song in this show. Yeah. Just, I don't know where or why, but it's there. So as a complete aside, I've been watching a lot of the show Catfish lately. <laughs> what? Are you going to apply? And every episode... Yeah, I'm going to say Charles McFall is catfishing me. Um, <laughs> it's just on the internet. You never, we've never video chatted. We've never uh, spoken. It's just We're a weird internet relationship right with my podcast uh, boss dude. Um, <laughs> boss? <laughs> I got a pod. Not really boss, but you know, head of the network. Um, yeah, Chief so network officer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Uh, on Catfish, every episode has like uh, this this emotional moment. They have two major songs. They they have two little like uh, basically montages, right? One is them like traveling, and it's always like super fun, and they're all like running through airports and like really ha- happy music. And then there's always a song immediately after the catfish meets the 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 hopeful person meets the catfish, and there's always like a sad song that plays <laughs> when they're like <laughs> it's always like a kind of an indie rock sort of like or indie folky sort of like sad thing but the lyrics are always super specific to the situation <laughs> and it's made I've me laugh watch that much catfish to know what wow that- it, it, like, I just what? like like they're not so specific that they that they're written for the show, but whoever does like the licensing for that show really like seeks out just not just the right song, but just the right moment in a song. As soon as it leaves, like it'll be like the girl is gone. Like I don't know, it's just like it, I just expect it to get more and more specific. Like from my space. <laughs> yeah, it's like Look real, me what? A show on MTV. Uh, we met at a park and now it's over like it's just i don't know i don't know how to, i don't know how to express how funny it is but it's made me laugh a lot anyway i think we need to get on uh get off of this particular episode and move on to the next one um, yes let's do this we hope you guys are enjoying the cast we're the marvel cinematic universe podcast uh we are part of the giant size team up network if you want to find us hit us up at mcucast.com or facebook facebook all the places uh we're mcu cast or you can call us at cat uh 873 cast MCU. 573. Oh, gosh. What am I doing? 573 know, cast MCU. Uh, and just, uh, yeah, let us know what you're thinking of Luke Cage so far. Um, and we will, and uh, please put spoiler alert as to what episode you're on so we don't get spoiled. Oh, yeah, I didn't mention that last episode. That's okay. Um, That's my bad. So, uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be back with you every day until this, until we get to these Luke Cage episodes. So we're excited. Hope you are too. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Charles McFall, for being on the cast today. 
Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Woo. Until next time, true believers. Thank you.